See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Uh, the hurdy-gurdy man. Yes, all right. We're Singing we're, songs of love. We're up and rolling. We're going to do something a little bit different this week. And uh, now for something completely different. And now here's something you'll really think is weird. Uh, this is going to be the first Slow Robot A Go-Go show where we don't review movies. We just kind of BS a little bit. Who are you? What are you? Yeah, what is this show? What are you talking about? This is Big Show number 87 of Slow Robot A Go-Go. Uh, you can find us at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That's our like kind of main page. The hub of entertainment. The hub of... No, no, that's not the hub of entertainment. That's just where we're found. Oh, uh, not the hub. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, there is an actual hub. Hub is forthcoming. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, SliceRadio.com. Those are all wonderful. Or you could go to a place called bunchofdorks.com ah. where you will find... That's the hub. Ah. That's the hub of entertainment right ah, there. Yeah. So you can have three... You can choose from three buttons of evil. One is the now defunct uh, show that, that, that ran for a lot of years, Bunch of Dorks. Um, the other one is this one, which is Slow Robot Go-Go, which is a B-movie review show. But as I stated earlier, this will be the first B-movie review show that we don't review any well, we, B-movies. We will talk about B-movies, though. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about movies a lot. That uh, you should watch. And what, what, I don't know what the third button might be. And I wonder who's with me. I think... Hey, uh, what I, who am I? Who what are you? What are you doing here? What am I doing here? I just walked in off the street. What are you talking about? <laughs> he heard the bongos from the last show. And I heard he was bongos like, wow. and I said, holy cappuccino too. Yeah, baby. Let's go. Oh, my God. I am Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Undertaker. And I would also be on Two Dimension Podcast, comic book podcast with no direction, which is in that hub nice. of entertainment greatness. Yes, that's the third we, button. Yeah, it's the third button where we talk about movies and comics and comics and movies and all that good stuff. Reviews, yeah. shenanigans, everything. anger, everything yeah. within the show. So and this, music. This is going to be a little bit of a different show. Uh, like I said earlier, we, we're just going to kind of talk about our love for movies, stuff like how we got into movies, yeah. why we like movies, why we watch the movies we do, that kind of thing. Playing a lot of trailers, just kind of a chill, uh, relaxed show. For uh, all you yeah. cubicle people People that there. have said, hey, I wonder what he's really like. I'm exactly the way what, I sound. What floats their boats? Well, yeah. we'll find out. Or maybe today. we won't. Or maybe we won't. Maybe yeah. we're lying. So if maybe that, this is all a dream. If that sounds uh, like exactly like horror to you, we'll then just turn this show off now. But if you want to stick around and listen to what we have to say. Because there will be prizes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. The prize is the knowledge you gain. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. It's like the golden... Um, the golden, the golden turkey. The golden scroll in Kung Fu Panda. It's just, there you go. It's just a mirror. It reflects back, so that's the secret ingredient. It, it's like in Marvel Comics, you have a thing called the no prize, where if it's like if you asked a good question or whatever, they'd send you a no prize, and you'd get an envelope in the mail with nothing in it. Huh. Yeah, that was Those probably go on eBay for like $100,000. <laughs> probably. Yeah, th- well, Snapple ripped them off, because now Snapple has their no prize. Like if it says no, but it, it says like no uh, car payments for a month or no. Damn. Oh, well, you do get something. Oh, yeah. Sna- Snapple's all about it. Yeah, Snapple. I don't think anyone drinks Snapple anymore, do they? Uh, I used to. Another advertiser that used <laughs> to send us money. But no. I used to drink a lot mm-hmm. of Snapple. I used to like it a lot. That's what everyone 80s. says. Back in the 80s. It's still in the stores. It's yeah. still like at the convenience stores. I just don't drink that much iced tea anymore. But they used to have the... You know what? I'm going to get one on the way home today. I'm going to get yeah. a Snapple. I just remember and remind myself of the late 80s or whatever. Support your local huge corporation. You, or the Hughes Corporation with Rock the Boat. Remember that song? <laughs> we'll be playing that later. No, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's a about. disco song. It's an early disco song. Who, who, who did it? The Hughes Corporation. That's the band name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like an early disco song oh, from the wow. 70s. This is what you're going to be getting for 60 minutes on this show. <laughs> so, so, so Buckle up, kids. If your eyes are glazing over now, <laughs> just go ahead and hit stop and come back next week. Yeah, or, or have another soda <laughs> to keep you awake or whatever. But That's or Snapple and maybe put some rum in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be making references to all sorts of be whatever. Like, rum and Snapple. It's rum what's for Snapple. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wake up every morning to a rum and Snapple and get in that car and drive real fast. Maybe that's why they're not doing so good because they're not like they're not like an edgy, an edgy alcoholic drink. Like if you said like because everyone's like oh do Red Bull and 
and uh, grenadine and whiskey. And, I think it's and Red Bull and meth what they're doing now, right? Yeah, yes. I think that's what the kids are doing That's today. what the kids are doing now. Yeah, Google that up, kids. everyone. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah, you gotta love it. Those crazy know. kids. Yeah, today. Movies. Wow. What movie? Wow, let me ask you a question, man. All right, go ahead. What was the first movie that you remember seeing as a kid oh. that really got your attention? You went, wow, this is what I really like. The Black Hole. Really? I saw yep. that in a movie theater. Um, That was the first exposure because my parents were very... They, they liked... They took us to a lot of movies, you know, uh, drive-ins, a lot of drive-ins. Awesome, drive-ins. Yeah. And um, the, we went to see The Black Hole. Okay. Now, Disney. I, that kind of my my parents dug science sci-fi That's cool. um and my mom was like oh disney yay this is win-win yeah yeah she didn't count on that part where they were grinding people's guts out and their little <laughs> or little tiny children are sitting there watching people getting slaughtered by a psycho robot yeah. she was very angry about that but i remember it yeah, of course you. I would. liked it. I love it. I love that now. I watch that. That's one movie I watch every every two or three years. Maybe I'll put it in. Just well, we I, need to we need to talk about it on the I, show um, one day. And uh, that that's the one that like resonates with me. I, I always remember it fondly. You know, even though I don't think it did very good, I think a lot of people hated it. There was a com. There's a comic book of the Black Hole that was made a movie adaptation. It was such an exciting premise to me. And you were what, like, like nine or something? What, what or year nine? did that come out? I don't even remember. I re- it yeah. was in the 80s. I think it was in the mid to late 80s. So you must have been like a young man. Ten, 10 or 11 probably, if it was the 80s, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, how about, yeah. What, what about you? Oh, God. I, actually, it's funny. Okay, the, uh, the first movie that I remember seeing in a movie theater was this kind of drama. I was in When we were living in New York and it was this... Drama called the Chuck. What year was it again? Seventy nine. Wow, I thought so. You were I, nine I, yeah, years that's old. Yeah, I was nine years old. That's what I thought. I thought it was in the seventies, but I wasn't sure. And I never questioned your movie knowledge because you know a lot more than me. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, you, like you, you remember stuff. You like, should question because this all could be a lie. <laughs> Life is a lie. Yeah, bro. this all could be like a, a you know a, a huge alien being could wake up and it's all over. We could be just a dream within a dream within a dream. But anyway, let's get back to the movies. The first movie that I remember seeing in a movie theater was not a particularly great movie, but I remember it because it was the first time I went to a movie theater, and it was in New York, and it was Radio City Music Hall, which is a huge place. Really? Yeah, when, we, when I was a kid, like in the in the mid-60s, and it was a movie called The Chalk Garden with Haley, Mill, Haley Mills. It was a drama. I can't remember much about it. I just remember the experience of being yeah. in a humongous, ginormous, almost like a concert movie theater, and that's I was cool. like, wow, that's pretty awesome, you know, amazing. I remember going to see like Goldfinger and the driving with my folks. Oh, that's really cool. We, I don't think my parents liked the uh, the, the no, bond. No, my parents didn't like the driving experience. No, no, they don't like the bond. We like they we. They didn't we, like the bond. Huh? No, no, they might. I don't know. They just didn't like them. They never wow. watched them. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and but we we used to go to the drive-in all the time. They loved the drive-in. See, my parents didn't like the drive-in huh. for whatever, and they liked the bond. So there you go. Wow, <laughs> weird. <laughs> so what was the first? What was the first movie? Uh, it's Chalk Garden. Chalk Garden. No, it didn't have any effect on me except for the experience of the movie. Yeah. See, well, see and that's wait, the thing. Wait. I'm I'm sure that I've I went to other movies before that. The first movie that I remember. Seeing well, of course. What wait what what year was Star Wars? Seventy seven. Okay. Well, I I went to see Star Wars, but I was really I young. did too at a drive-in. Ah, it must have been a drive-in for me, and I don't know why. I wonder why Black Hole stuck out more. And Star Wars, and it's not. I was a big Star maybe Wars you were fan. a year old, a couple of years older, maybe. That just you remembered know? it, and you, you know. Remembered it more. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars was a movie that, that, that changed it all for sci-fi, oh, for better, or, for better or worse. Uh, you know, that's a, that's another one that I give a five to. I don't know. See, if, I'm I'm solidly on better. I I, yeah, I, I, I think know. I think it's way better. Once we got past the wave of knockoffs, yeah, I, I think I think it pulled like to me, it kind of pulled it up out of like. The forgotten like cheapo things. Now, it yeah, does, but, but it here's does lose the, here, here, here's the deal. It, what it what it did to me was, my opinion was, it made it more. Uh, it was the first movie that you really big movie, big hit, ginormous movie, except for many times one. There was to me in the, in the end was more about the special effects than anything else. And even though you got the force and you got these cool characters, that was the first movie that you saw and you were like, wow, this is like an amazing special effects movie. Before we were getting like you know, Flesh Gordon, Flash Gordon, or Flesh Gordon, <laughs> spaceships, and all these like little cheap effects. This is like all about like you know all I these lightsabers and and you know that's that's good or that's good and bad. You know, it became more of a franchise to me than anything mm. else. See, I thought it was about the story. To be honest, I mean, 
I know, I know, I understand what you're saying completely, and and there's a lot of validity there, but I like I did think that the story was important when I was younger. Well, see, the story was the story was important, but it was a story that now in retrospect, it to me it's no better than anything that I saw right. in the '60s or whatever. It was just at the time it was more like so wow, grand, it was a company. Yeah, oh, it was grandiose. The man. grandiose was, and the effects. Wow. It, was, it was all a package that worked. It was also a marketing thing, so it became <sighs> like a. You know, like again, a cultural event or whatever, more yeah. so than anything else. I, I, whenever I see those movies on TVs, I don't necessarily stop and watch them because I, I, honestly, this is gonna be like, hey, you know, they're all Star Wars fans, and I like the movies, but I just, it, it, they just don't, it, they hold up for me in the sense that I saw them and I thought they were really great, but I can move on without yeah, having. See, I don't any, revisit them a lot. I don't watch them. I don't them revisit a lot. them a lot. I like them though. Yeah, but oh, that I was, love a, them. but that was no. the first movie to me that I saw on the in the screen. Where the special effects almost, to me anyway, overwhelmed the movie itself. Wow, that's true because then it just kept it, and even now well, it just keeps I, going I more it, and I more. I take and it more. back. There was another one earlier on oh, yeah. where the special effects overwhelmed the movie, and that was one of the first movies that actually told my parents to take me to see. And my dad didn't like sci-fi, so he wouldn't take me. My mom and I. Yeah. This, this was a movie earlier on that that to me had a really excellent story. Uh, the, the, the the effects do overwhelm it though. It's Planet of the Apes. That one, oh, that yeah, one flipped yeah. me out when I was a kid because that whole concept was yeah. bizarre. And then when you saw like the humans being like, you know, uh, you know, stuffed in museums and stuff like that, and and that was like flip. Uh, that was a freaky movie. Yeah, the movie that freaked me day. out the most when I was younger was Jaws. Oh, the way you go! Wait, wait, wait! Oh hit the bongo God. drums. I never saw it. You're sh- you're kidding. I tell that to everybody. I never saw it. And I'll tell you why I never saw it because by the time. I was going to go see it. Everybody had told me about it. So it's kind of like, oh, you ruined well, it. I'm going to make that already. the next verses so you have to watch it. But I, uh, <laughs> I've seen bits, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it enough. That, well, that movie was like one of those things where even, I knew, like, well, I didn't know how it was going to end. It just scared the hell out of me. Like, just yeah. that, the way they shot it, the way they shot that first girl getting killed. Oh my God, man! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I know it, that. Like too. so, like when she's getting pulled under and she's starting to do that teeth chatter thing, and you're just like, Oh my God! Yeah. Wow, what a crazy, what a great movie, you yeah. know? And, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And it's another one, like, cause Star Wars, the new ones have kind of ruined all the what was important and special about the first see, one. See, the first two Star Wars movies are really, really good to me. I yeah. really like those movies a hell of a lot. I don't want to give the impression that I don't like them. Right. I just don't rewatch them, but I like them a lot. By the third movie, I didn't care for as much, and that's the mm. one that I remember having to wait two hours in line to get Oof. in or whatever. It was yeah. one of those deals. By the time the new trilogy came along, after I saw the first one in the theater, I was just kind of like, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's But I do true. like those movies a lot, and I have some of the action figures and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of... I, Darth Vader is one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah, no, um, yeah, exactly. So, exactly. you know, I don't... It's And uh, Jaws, kind of, the first one was important, then they just kept running into the ground. That's one thing I really despise. I did see Orca. <laughs> that's something I despise about movies. Now, more than ever, um, they just they just keep going with something. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a Fast and Furious every year of my life till I die. There's gonna be a Red now, like yeah, those old yeah. guys. Well, Hudson Hawk reappearing, uh, where there's just these old action heroes, and it's funny. And there's gonna be one every freaking year now. Like they don't ever just say, you know what? That's great. The story's been told. Move on. And, and you know what else? Too, I want to get back to the Star Wars thing because again, mm-hmm. I don't want people to misunderstand me. I don't rewatch movies a lot. I mean, uh, once I watch them once. I don't really go back. I know you do more than oh, yeah, I do. I, I watch a lot of movies. I over don't rewatch movies a lot. I want to make that clear. I watch it, and then maybe five or six years later, if I'm in the mood, I'll watch it again. But that's it. You know, oh. I mean, I buy the movie. I watch it once. Sometimes I buy the movie just to have it in case I'm in the mood to watch it. But I'm always looking for new stuff to watch, new old stuff to watch. I should put mm. it that way now, to watch. Off that, on that note, because I did the same thing where I would, I buy up. I have tons of video games and movies that are still in the wrapper. Right. Um, a video game I just recently turned over for a ton of money because it was still sealed and it turned out to be a rare one. 150 bucks. Yeah, nice. nice. That's insanity. Yeah. Anyway, do you think that that's kind of going? Do you do you find yourself still buying rec- um, records? These uh, movies? movies? Yeah. yeah, I buy. I bought. <clears throat> I, I bought a few this year. I mean, I bought like about. 
10, maybe 15 yeah. movies this See, year. See, I used to buy a ton of movies. Well, you know what? Uh, it, it is Best Buy. Best Buy. I used to go to Best Buy every Friday and I buy know. movies. I went every Sunday morning because I get the paper. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would deal. run up there, dude. I'd be like, yeah. No, that was a week, part of my weekly. It was. It was part of my weekly it. routine. And they ruined it by becoming like a freaking uh, washing machine giant TV store or whatever. Man, they used to be so cool. That was the coolest place. You'd go there every Friday after I get paid, cash my check, go out there, and I would find some bizarro old movie. I'd go, wow, they've got like. Um, Manos hands of fate, you know. They would, and they would, and they would. They would have like this stuff. I used to go up and down every yeah. aisle and read every title because there was just craziness there. Exactly, and, and all it, of a sudden, it, and it was cheap too. It wasn't like it was the movie cheap. store. It was, it was, uh, yes, it was. It was priced mm. lower. If you go to that movie, yeah, what was, was that movie retail. place? Uh, a, a movie stop or Suncoast. Suncoast. Sun Sun Coast. Man, full price. You're getting tagged. Full Monty. Yeah, and that, and then th- that's where I like. I'll find something and I'll go meh. I'll take a picture of it so I remember it, and I'll go home and get it on the internet. Exactly. I'll order it off of Amazon for six bucks instead of that ninety dollars they're asking for. Exactly you know? right. Best Buy was the was the greatest place. I mean, you'd go. I'd go there on Friday, and maybe even my friend would come down. We might even check another one in another part of town on Saturday, mm-hmm. and we'd have to leave stuff behind because I can't dump like sixty bucks this week. I won't have but any money. But you'd go back the next week and but get you'd it. Back the next week, and usually nobody bought it. It was some bizarro little movie, the yeah. the you know the student nurses or whatever, you know, and it was there. It's like okay, mine. Gone. For a while, I was getting a ton of kung fu movies they out of there. They had tons of that. They had a section for kung fu, and that that's where I was getting. What was it? I can't remember the name of it, but it's very like the way they the packaging is like this extra vinyl sleeve with a really bright was graphic. Was it the Shaw on Brothers it. stuff? No, anything? it's not. It wasn't the Shaw Brothers stuff. It it, it might have been some Shaw Brothers movies, but it was this this company was releasing them. I have like four or five Not of them. Golden Harvest, was it? Uh, I don't know. I, anyway. I, I, it doesn't matter. But like they were at this Best Buy and they were like only maybe 10 or 11 bucks. I was grabbing them yeah. just because they were so, the, like the, the everything was so nice on them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, and then it just went away and you're like, what is this? I what? mean, it, it almost seemed to me like anime started like taken over you know the horror section yeah. used to be like oh my this God. whole long side and sci-fi was next and all of a sudden you see like anime kept creeping and creeping and creeping so much and they then yeah. <laughs> and none of it was selling i don't think huh? no they just had it because somebody was telling them it, people would buy it but yeah. yeah it just became like whoever was a the, the marketing director decided oh this is the way to go anime or whatever well, boy i I, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, weeaboos out there, and there's still a big anime following, oh, yeah. but I don't think that's as popular as it used to be, is it? No. No, and then the other thing that I started noticing was the anime started, like, becoming a, a, a lot bigger section, and then the horror section would be like, okay, you're going to get this movie, that movie, that movie, and all of a sudden, there was, like, 300 copies of Dark Tower, Lord of the Rings, and I'm like, what the hell is this? They became a big corporate, right. you know, you know, Walmart. whatever, Walmart, a glorified yeah. Walmart or whatever. Uh, b- basically, <laughs> and now they're giving up the goat totally. I think. I, I I can't believe they're still around. I mean, I guess I don't know. I I make some purchases there, but I rarely. I and what happens is I end up going in there and I look around at the the, the DVDs and Blu-rays, and then somebody like ten times they come up and ask me if I want Direct TV. Yeah. And there's sales reps in there for other companies. I'm like. Man, get away from me! I don't want to. I don't want your crap, you know. And then, and they're like, "Oh, I like movies, huh?" I'm like, "Here we go. Just, just, just get away from me." But yeah, that was a source of all sorts of great yeah. B movie entertainment. Oh, or dude, you'd find so many things, and I would blind buy so much stuff there. Oh yeah, why but, not? But I, st- I actually got away from buying it because I'm like, well, what the hell's the point? Now with Netflix, everything's online streaming. Yeah. And I just don't buy much anymore. Yeah, Netflix has a good points and it's bad points. Too, oh yeah, you know, I, I was always getting a lot of the. Uh, Oh, this movie just came out. Oh, unavailable. It's like, how the hell is it unavailable already? Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about Netflix. We're going to take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we're we're going to go. We're going to delve into the world that is Netflix. Our sponsor. Uh, yeah, right. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Gentlemen, we are in big trouble. You've heard about it. You've read about it. Now, finally, you can see it. It will be a dangerous trip, and I don't know what we're likely to encounter out there. But someone has got to save the Earth from the treacherous clutches of that evil ray. Sure. Why not? We'll give it a try. Blast off with Flesh Gordon in his cosmic crusade against all evil. Witness the 
unbelievable, death-defying feats of that most remarkable superhero of them all, Flesh Gordon. Journey with Flesh Gordon through the dangerous outer reaches of intergalactic space as he joins forces with the mysterious professor and the lovely Dale Arder to save the Earth from the incredible sex ray. It's so strange in here. Flesh, it almost looks alive. Flesh Gordon, the preposterous. Be swept away to the dazzling heights of astonishment as you enter worlds unknown. I'm Prince Precious, rightful heir to the throne of porno. Ah! What is it? The floor! It's opening! Join Flesh Gordon as the crafty Emperor Wang unleashes the forces of interstellar tyranny against him in a hundred mind-boggling adventures. Flesh Gordon. Look! An outrageous parody of yesteryear's superhero. It's the eighth one of the world. Oh, boy. Not to be confused with the original Flash Gordon. Good evening. This is Walter Cryptite down here in the tombs with a sensational new film discovery, Orville the Awful. As you know, Orville is starring as the dead thing in the smash film hit, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Orville, is it true that you were dead for ten years before your buried talents came to the surface? That's right, Walter. I was in underground films. What kind of films? Mostly dirty pictures. I see, Orville. <laughs> you know, not all of the critics liked your performance. In fact, some thought you stunk. Well, it was a rotten part. Orville, you're a smash hit as the rotten corpse. Where would you like your career to go from here? Well, I don't want to be just another pretty face, you understand. Well, keep a stiff upper lip, Orville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could keep a stiff lower lip, too. <laughs> I guess you're just a lucky stiff, Orville. <laughs> there you have it. From Orville the Awful. Catch him in children shouldn't play with dead things if he doesn't catch you first. All right. Thank you very much. I think you have a, before we get into Netflix, you have a story about Flesh Gordon, don't I never, you? I never said my Flesh Gordon movie, uh, Flesh Gordon story. Yeah, well, there's a couple of them, actually. Uh, <laughs> one of the first, okay. When, when, when oh. we, when. As, uh, to parlay that, sorry, I have Flesh Gord waiting out there from yeah. Netflix. That's going to be a, ne- a show. Be the next, the so next uh, one. yeah, coming up. So, but sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, go ahead. So Netflix ties together all the time. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, when we were like I don't know, twelve or thirteen, there was there was a department store down there called the Treasury. Now the Treasury was a department store and it was a supermarket in the back. It was a humongous thing. It was like a Walmart. Wow. They had clothes. They had and they had a big super. I mean, a big supermarket. My parents would shop there. But in the front, of, of course, this being the 70s, there was like, um, you know, like a, a newsstand. And the newsstand, which would have, you know, Playboy Penthouse, Hustler magazines out there without being like hidden away. Yeah. And so while the parents were doing their business, I'd, you know, go over there and like look at <laughs> comics. And it's like, oh, what's over here? Look around. I go, oh, let me take a look here. Oh, my. Oh, my uh, God. Before the internet, boobies in it. Oh, yeah. Were, that was your first internet. Yeah. That was that, that was big news. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? If you, if you got a hold of anything with boobs in it when you were a kid, that <laughs> <Yeah>. was big news. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time I was, I, was, <laughs> I was there in the newsstand and I was like looking at a magazine and then uh, some some lady that was with my mom like saw me there. She goes, what are you looking at? And I go, what magazine are you looking at? I go, uh, outdoor life. She goes, oh yeah, I bet it's outdoor life. Like, <laughs> You're like, Ixnay, lady, why are you ruining my my, yeah, my good thing? Yeah, here? don't ruin my scene, lady. You know, but anyway, you're bumming out. You're you're you're, you're destroying my. You're harsh in my buzz, man. Yeah, you're killing my, my buzz here. My booby buzz. Yeah. Anyway, well, there were shenanigans played there too, but we won't go into them now. Anyway, and that's for another show. Anyway, so we saw like some penthouse magazine, and it had. A thing about two movies. It had a review of Flesh Gordon and the Cheerleaders. Uh-huh. So, like, me and my friend were skipping school one day, and we went to the Treasury, and my friend goes, "Hey, I dare you to buy it." And we're like 13 or something. I go, "I'm not gonna buy it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in trouble. You buy it." And he goes, "All right." So, dude walks up. They sold it to him. So we're like, oh my God, we just scored, you know, yeah. heavily. And that's what we read about the movie Flesh Gordon. And then after that, it was always like a beat, a double feature, like with the cheerleaders or with Groove Tube or with Cheech and Chong in, in South Florida. It was all, in the late 70s, it was always a double feature. But the second story about Flesh Gordon was my cousins, their parents were taking them to the movies and they didn't know English really well. <laughs> so, being from parts unknown as being they were. Being from parts unknown. <laughs> 
So <laughs> they they see Flash Gordon in the movie theater and they say, "Oh, Flash Gordon." So their dad goes to the mother, "Hey, go buy him two tickets for the movies while we're going to go shopping or whatever." So of course they bought them two tickets for Flesh Gordon and my cousins who were like 9 and 10. They're like these are my greatest parents yeah, they, ever. They, they they scarred them for life for the better, I'm sure. Oh but, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I've never was, seen so, Oh, just, it, it's it's a cheesy campy movie, but it's it's fun. So un- Unknownian is the uh the language of, of parts unknown, correct? Yeah. Okay, Unknownian. <laughs> yeah. That's why Unknownian. they didn't know they were they were yeah. they were speaking Unknownian. Yeah, they're they're speaking like uh yeah, Unknownian, <laughs> the parts unknown language, yeah. <laughs> nice. Anyway, yeah. I, I, so how this has eluded me all these years, I don't know. But finally, I was like, well, the hell with this. I'm getting it. So I put it on. I bumped it up to position number one on Netflix, and now I have waiting for me the Blu-ray copy of Flesh Gordon. And I don't want to build it up to be as great as it is because it's not. But oh no, I'm sure it's terrible. But it's whatever. It's pretty sleazy too, so just be warned. Yeah, I'm I'm good with it. But it's got a funny monster. So in Netflix, it. I alluded to, and uh, this is gonna be very. I don't know. I. Uh, Netflix has definitely stopped me from buying many movies. Some stuff that I love, I would go out and buy right away. I bought Iron Sky uh, because that was hilarious, and I bought The Man with the Iron Fist because apparently I like iron or something. I don't know. Yeah. But um, maybe you're not getting <clears throat> enough iron in your diet. Yeah, that might be it too. Um, so if I love a movie, I do go buy it. I don't mean that it takes away, but it took away a lot of that impulsive six nine nine movie purchases. Yeah. I don't buy those anymore. I don't buy. You know, showdown at the at the cotton, the cotton sawmill and stuff like that. You know, I just don't get it because I'm like, eh, the hell with it. You know, yeah. and I also think of like how I have hundreds of movies I've never even opened. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, the thing the thing that kills me more is like I remember in about 2005, four, whatever, I used to go to the Dollar Tree and there was tons of B movies for a buck. That's all gone too, man. I mean, I'm, I'm now it's coming up to Halloween and I'm thinking. Hey, maybe the Halloween movies are coming, but I don't think they are. I think that's over with. I don't yeah. think people... Because the same old uh, pu- public domain things over and over again. They oh, can't yeah. can't repackage them so many times. That... F- not Phantom Creeps. What is the one? I think Plan... Phantom Creeps is one. I, yeah. Well, no, no, I know it is, but I mean, I think I have Plan 9 20 times. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it just because well, it, it was put on every other... Yeah. It was put in every box set. It was put on VHS. everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Netflix... It's another one like very best buyish where they started out strong. Yeah. And like man, it was like oh this is incredible and you got and of course my 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 inter- my queue was at f- five hundred and oh, yeah. I just had like tons and tons of movies and it, it had all that old bad movies that I like to watch. That's kind of gone away mm-hmm. uh, now. There's not e- everyone kind of sees that it's going this way, so like that it's going to be going to the instant streaming and this kind of thing. So. All the major studios have started pulling their stuff back, yep. um, and they're like, "Hey, we want them to give us six dollars a month mm-hmm. f- to watch Universal, to watch Warner Archives. W- Warner Archives." They're like, "Hey, why are we letting Netflix do this when we could do this?" And Netflix is becoming more and more of a TV station kind oh, of. Oh yeah, there's oh, which I think is their goal to be like an HBO or something. Because like because everyone can watch. Breaking Bad without commercials and exactly. and pushing up daisies Walking or whatever. Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead, which. I don't know. And pushing uh, up Daisy, yeah. But before Netflix, before DVDs, there was the my favorite, which I talked about in my uh, on a podcast that we just oh, did. VHS, the great VHS, the late great <laughs> VHS. I remember back in the day when there were video stores oh. where you could actually get those movies you saw on TV unedited. Yeah, that's right, with all the good stuff in them. Um, I liked. I liked. Um, I liked. Going to those oh the video stores, video stores. that yeah. was hunting for stuff you know what I mean it was the hunter the, that hunter thing that primordial Cro Magnon hunter thing that's Don't the way I feel me. when I'm pouring through uh, tons and tons of old vinyl records at like yeah. thrift stores yeah maybe I'll yes, find yes. that one vein elusive the one where the grandma Holy brought Grail. in the box of all these kids rock music and I'm like oh my god yeah. and I start yanking out. ACDC and Black yeah. Sabbath and stuff like that, you know, and yeah, yeah, and, and that's, yeah. that never happens. It happened like once or twice in my life, but exactly. it keeps you going. It keeps you looking. That's what they always say about golf. Like, you'll have a terrible round of golf, but you'll hit that one shot that yeah. makes you think that you, you'll remember that one shot that you hit pretty good or it and went. And you want to go back. And you're like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. I did yeah. that one time, you know. Uh yeah, we were me and my friends were like real D, uh, VHS hunters. Every every Saturday we'd go around town, hitting the stores, and like I said, you would find movies that you maybe read about in Famous Monsters magazines you never actually saw, 
and you would find the movies unedited and you're like whoa this is pretty pretty damn good this is way different from what i remember on tv yeah. and it opened up a whole world of like movie making that in you know, the european actors that you never saw before and it was definitely like to me that was almost more important than dvd dvd kept it going and made it look nicer Right. But VHS was like, you know, the, I mean, TV was the original, the originator of everything. That's where it all started for me, watching it on TV, the horror shows, the sci-fi shows. Yeah, Ga Gamera, Godzilla, yeah, all, yeah, that, all stuff. that stuff. I mean, they used to play kung fu movies on They TV. had kung fu theater up until the 80s in Miami. That, that's like amazing to me, you know, because now yeah. it's almost like... Psh. My favorite kung fu movie was this one they had... And it was it was obviously like a, a a wide screen that was pan and scan. Well, it wasn't even pan and scan. It was a wide screen that was cropped. And this one scene where the two guys are talking to each other, all you see is the tips of their noses. Is that true? I swear to God, I saw this. <laughs> and I think it was dubbed in Spanish. And I just sat there fascinated, going like, "Wow, how long is this scene going on?" You know, the two guys talking. To and each you other. know, well, when I was a kid, I didn't realize that it was because of the copy, not. Yeah. Like I just thought that was the way the movie was. I was like, "This is a really weird scene." You, you know? remember? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. The effect. I remember watching movies on TV, and they're like, you know, pan and scan, uh, you know. The, Where it the, looks like they're all squashed or stretched at out. At the end, this, it, at the end, you're watching the movie, and it's like, looks normal, but it's been cropped. But when it goes to the end credits, all of a sudden, it gets squashed. Yeah, and, and like, the and guy's was, like 10 feet tall. I always thought they meant to do that, which was why it's cool <laughs> to me when I see it, because it's like... Wow, that's cool the way they like yeah. shrinked it to fit. I didn't know that was. <laughs> You're like, wow, they're so lazy they didn't even bother. They didn't that's, even that's bother, you know. I also found something different, to, uh, different today. <laughs> that I was talking to a friend of mine about the open mat thing. Do you know what the open mat is? No. Okay. And I just found out this today from my friend in Miami. I know in the dojo, if you want to like go work yeah, out, that's mat, the open mat. You can well. go and you know just yeah. practice your your kicks and hits and yep. stuff. Okay, open mat is when is when a movie is shot so it could be played either widescreen or, or oh, square. So there's okay. it actually gives you more visual top on and bottom. top and bottom, yeah. And I didn't realize that this was going on back in the 70s. I thought this was a newer thing. Well, on, on this site that I go on for movies, they're putting on movies in open mat, and I'm like, what the hell is open mat? And then I'm seeing it. it it's not that big of a deal but it you, you do see a little bit more on the screen on the top and the bottom and that would have eliminated that scrunching yeah. scene at the end or whatever if more movie directors would have done that and, and i noticed it a lot on my new gigantor tv i have a 55 inch oh I, yeah it's big for me i, I know there's bigger out there on but good enough i have a, a nice tv i really like my tv but um i noticed that a lot where it has to like frame it up in the middle or it's yeah, like it, yeah. it, like you see there's big difference now to be honest this never distracts it doesn't even distract me to be honest with you mm -hmm. if it fits the tv perfectly yay if it doesn't i don't even care like i'm so used to watching bad copies of things yeah, right. or whatever it doesn't even like my brain doesn't even say oh that's a bad copy of something i just watch it like but i you know but you know what used to freak me out i don't know if your tv does that but my a friend of mine had a tv where what it would do was it would take like a movie that was like in you know the aspect ratio of square whatever 69 it is 69 or the, 69 whatever that's the, that's the widescreen then the other one no the, not 69 the square one okay well, whatever the aspect ratio is somebody out there four knows it four better. by th four to three yeah that's it and then it would stretch it to fill the screen and you're seeing this autofill yeah that thing and that was annoying to me yeah I don't I there's a setting that would that would tell my TV to always do that and I don't want that. But but back when those big, first big screen TVs came on, they had oh. that weighed five thousand pounds. <laughs> that would just do it for you, and if you wanted it or not. I remember Duder, uh, our friend at work, Duder, like he bought this TV. It was like the last generation of the rear projection. Oh god! LEDs were hitting, plasma was hitting, and he got like a it's like a sixty inch. It was like one of the biggest monstrosities yeah. in the world. It took up like a quarter of his, his living room. Yeah, you know. Sure. And it was like, oh my god! And and like when you first saw it, you're like, wow! And then you're sitting there watching. It, I was like, I'm uncomfortable. This is too big for the space it's in. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And it was, you know, he he because he always has really good equipment. Like yeah. he always, he's one of like audiophile and and like TV and movies. He buys the best of the best. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. he just got like caught. He bought that one right before like the the revolution of the LEDs. You know, we were still in the CRT yeah. world. Oh sure, yeah. And CRTs. Yeah. 
uh, I don't know. Say what you want. They were low def and all that stuff, but they were they were fine. You know, I like I like high def better. I like my TV. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not <laughs> complaining about the clarity. I even bought right, a right. I even bought a, a Samsung 32 inch uh, flat screen HD for the bedroom. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. yeah. You know, they're the prices are dropping now that it's not that big of an investment. Is the 32 inch down to two or three hundred now or whatever? Yeah. Well, I ended up having some uh, gift certificates that were laying around, so it it was all my certificates and and thirty bucks or something like that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like done. <laughs> See you later. You know. Yeah, sure. They're they they're a lot cooler, like, temperature wise. Yeah, you know, yeah. in a small oh, yeah. room, they're, they're, they don't throw off the heat of a CRT and. Yeah. Eh, I, I, you know what's funny? I don't even have. I, all I have is tube TVs in my house. As soon as one of them breaks down, I will get I a flat screen. But I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna spend the money. The tube looks good. I was I was that way until I came back from Korea. I was in Korea for a year. And in Korea, the, the apartment I had had a flat screen in it. Yeah. And I got back and I was like, you know what the hell with this? Yeah. Because I had a big enter- Oak Entertainment Center. I remember, yeah. Like, it was a nicer one, but it was still a very 90s. It or, was nice, it was, yeah. it was nice, though. And I was like, the hell with this. It was the Hudson Hawk model. Yeah, it was the Hudson Hawk. It was all smarmy and it had, like, feathers and stuff. <laughs> it was from the 90s. Feathered hair. Yeah, feathered hair, yeah. Oh, God. And right after I watched Hudson Hawk last week, I also watched that... Uh, that one I talked about the the karate one the the, in, the, the invincible the, golden ninja or something uh, like that. oh and the, they had those brick phones oh like, remember that like That's the, awesome they had this. the second generation like yeah. the first generation was that white or that whitish gray one yeah yeah, yeah the yeah, second yeah. generation was just as big but it had rounded corners and it was black uh-huh. and they had that and I was like Oh, come on, 80s. Man, you're killing me. Come on, 80s. <laughs> Hurry up and get to the 2000s. Already. What was that one thing from uh, MST? It's the 80s. Do a lot of coke and vote for Ronald Reagan. Like, <laughs> that was a song they did on Hobgoblins. It was so great. There was there, There's a couple of movies that I've seen. I guess even in the 70s, if you were like, you know, super rich, they had these like phones in cars like big like oh phones yeah and I, I didn't realize it but they must have had like an antenna being a child of the 80s um yeah, yeah. i i i watched a lot of it's, i it's it was a fun time for me so i i was watching it wasn't vh1 but it was like the history channel okay. and it did the 80s like in a five five shows or four shows or whatever and it was great i loved it if, if you because if one of them you just reminded me of that because one of them the guy was talking about he was like man those car phones came around and he was like, I was installing them in cars and it was like $7,000. <laughs> like the, he said the unit was in the trunk oh. and then the thing was in the front. He said he, he couldn't install them fast enough. And, and, and he was like, yeah. And he, ta- he was talking about brokers. Like what they were, they would make like a hundred thousand at 9am and they would buy a car and they'd buy a uh. phone and it was spent and they'd lost a hundred thousand by five. Like, Oh, so it was Wall Street guy. Like, yeah, it was weird. It, it, yeah. it was it was a really good documentary. It was well done. It wasn't just like here's a Rubik's cube and yay and big cell phones. So it was really interesting because it was talking about um, it was talking about of course America during that time, but also the influences from other countries, our influence on other countries. Like it was a very good documentary. Right? Oh, okay. Um, right. And it was like a four part series, so it was only an hour or an hour and a half so each time. Four parts on the eighties. Yeah. Wow. That's it a was lot. cool, and and they just talking about those phones i was in a poor shithole of a place yeah i just saw it in movies i lived on a dirt road in the middle of a farmland I, there was no there was none of those cell phones around where i lived you know what i mean uh i think parachute pants came around to like you know 1988 even though they're out in like 1981 you're out and still making up some white lightning uh, yeah exactly you know yeah Shit. you missed that white lightning it looks like but anyway. no yeah i've had i've had uh yeah, anyway. I drank a lot of moonshine. Uh, oh, you did? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my friend's grandfather was crazy, <laughs> and he used to distill, like, alcohol, and he, he used to make peppermint schnapps, and he would distill uh, it, and it just tasted like gasoline with a peppermint in it. It was uh, terrible. Like, I, yeah, I've had a lot of alcohol in my life, and uh, some I regret. 
Not like that one. <laughs> like that one, you know. <laughs> terrible. It just shouldn't be even shouldn't in, in be existence. Dumb made, but, uh, you know, yeah. Hey, when you're out in the woods and you need a hit, you know, you make yep, it your BB own. guns, mini bikes, and alcohol. That's all there is to do. I, re- I even remember that in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, those are those BB are, guns, mini bikes, and those you know, are the, alcohol. That's, that's yeah. like the triforce of any boys. Yeah, that's an boys. encompassing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody can relate to that. <laughs> Especially can. done at the same time, mini bikes, alcohol, and <laughs> dude, that was usually the that's where all our great ideas came up yeah that's That's why we do this show (laughs) for you they're like i was all drunk on my mini bike shooting a bb gun up in the air like a rambo and i said one day i'm gonna have a podcast about movies and they're like we are and they're like what's a podcast and then they shot me with a bb gun oh gosh all right it's 40 minutes in that means it's time for trailers trailing on we'll be right back after these exciting commercial messages there once was a lady who got sick of the city, so she made herself a plan to get out of the city, find the roots in the jungle where a woman is a woman and a man is a man. She went looking for her mate, she didn't find a man, so she found herself a name. She's an ancient lady, the mistress of the age. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. The sinful dwarf, a depraved psychotic misfit crazed by the charms of young girls and luring them from the city streets into a hellish snake pit. My son will show you the room. Oh, Peter, I don't want to stay here. What do you think of that blonde girl? (laughs) The sinful dwarf. Admission restricted. Uh, at our commercial break, we just talked about how we're going to expand our yes. our empire, and I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. I'm not going to let it out. I'm not going to let the cat oh, out of the bag no. yet. But when I when I do this, I'm going to. It's going to be a surprise, and all of you out there will be like <laughs> amazed, amazed at what we've like, accomplished. I think Mao's retarded. <laughs> we we've gone we've gone to places where no one thought we would. We could. We're going to be so old school that old school people will be like, "Damn, that's old school." Yeah, no, that's beyond old school. That's like. <laughs> Slow uh, robot go-go now on telegraph now on carrier pigeon <laughs> i would love to get a telegraph and just start sending out messages yeah, like sos crazy. signals and then slow robot what's this the titanic hit an iceberg quick <laughs> uh, <God. laughs> what, what what were those great trailers that we played anyway oh i don't even know oh the sinful dwarf oh god that's a horrible movie and mistress for sale or something oh the sinful dwarf is horrid man it just the title itself will describe the horror of really? that movie now that was one thing i i unfortunately i lost the vhs which really angers me but i had the terror of tiny town on, on, VHS. on vhs and that was it off tv no i bought it um for those of you who don't know, there's a whole sh- subgenre oh, yeah. where they make movies with dwarves and like Cheshire ponies and stuff like <laughs> that. Because that's what that one was. It was a western, but it was all dwarves and like, or or I don't know, short people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the correct term. Small people. You know, and that's the other thing I'm really sick of with this current age. Yes, the PC. Oh my God, the PC bullshit. The PC police. You know, yeah. I don't need to hear about what it is this week. You know. Yeah. But, but that one um. <laughs> there's that one which which was hilarious this there because these these midgets are driving up with these like um these little cheshire ponies and they're just they're coming into saloons and they're going under the doors oh, yeah, and stuff and oh, yeah. but what's that one you always talk about oh the, the, for your height only yeah for your <laughs> the james bond knockoff with little wang wang from the Philippines. so we had one day like one week we had to have like the smallest show ever and, oh, yeah, and, and oh, yeah i you know i don't know it's they're, um, they're fun you know they're like they're like a novelty, but novelty's great. So yeah, it's it, it, and that's that's part of. I mean, I I didn't really get into like the the oddities of movies <laughs> um, until like uh, until I started doing the television show. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. like I I always watched movies and I just watched them for the hell of it, you know. And I watched I always did gravitate towards w- goofy stuff or right. weird stuff. MST. But, yeah, MST and all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't uh, until me and my friend. Um, Oliver close off uh, started making a public access show where we would take these old movies and then take all the sound out of them and totally rescript them and put in our own sound effects and put in punk music and really make it was they were really it was really wacky like we we really pushed yeah whatever we could just doing whatever we wanted to and it, uh, and some of them were really funny some of them sucked and, and that's the way it is you know but I found myself more and more falling in love with these 
bad movies, these odd movies, the the more off the beaten track, the yes, better. Yes, um, I do comedy. I do still like blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Riddick. I like, you know, all this other stuff, the, the newer movies that come out. I don't hate on the new movies. I do. I wish they would get away from the gigantic budgets. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's kind of shitty. Like pe- yeah. people don't even view a, a hundred thousand dollar movie as a movie anymore. Like, and that's wrong. That's not, that's not where movies need to be to, in my opinion. Like, no, I agree with you completely. We yeah, need, we need wacky shit too. Yeah, the wacky shit gets shown the TV like Sharknado and stuff. Yeah, like that. well, I guess, and that's the other thing. I hate those movies, but I really shouldn't, because that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what you're talking but about. But yeah. I wish that there was a place. I wish that these gigantic movie theaters would show bad movies too. Like, yes, I wish there was a place that a modern filmmaker could make a hundred thousand dollar movie and it would get shown on a Sunday matinee yeah. before Riddick and before, you know, yeah. the, 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 this, this week's red and this week's fast and furious. Yeah. Movie. Well, they've made it to the, they, they basically blocked the B movie out. The B, the B yeah. movie is now the big budget movie. It's like, it's a B, big budget movie. They spent 200 million, but it's a B movie. Like, like the giant robot thing, um, uh, Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim, or the Avengers—they're just B movies pretending to be big budget. Now they just put yeah. a ton of money into it, and everyone knows yeah. that now. Yeah. Every and th- like they talk about on marketing about how much they cost, as much or more than they talk about the movie. Yeah, it's almost like the serious dramas used to be in the theaters. Now they're kind of like on television, and the B movies used to be <laughs> like used to be these small little things, and now that's all in the movie theaters. It's very know? strange. It's a very odd time. I don't think the, I don't think that the studios can sustain this. No, because no, but flops you know that, like you know, the Lone Ranger, yeah. flops like some of these that come along. Even those, the last couple Disney, um, oh, Tarzan. Oh no, no uh, John Carter and uh, the Lone no, Ranger. No, even after that, there was one called Drift or something like that. Oh, there, 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 there was a couple. There was two in a row that were like they didn't hit, and you're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Well, you know the thing is they make they usually end up making their money worldwide, but it but it doesn't it doesn't like uh, bode well for the U.S. or whatever. So uh-huh. they they uh they, they're gonna make their money back on VHS. I mean on DVD. I mean Blu-ray, DVD, and foreign. But they really want to make what they want to do is make like a billion dollars off these movies because that's, that's that's all they're happen. interested in. It's almost like they're like kind of like banking like Wall Street or something to make huge blockbuster movies instead of just like and make billions of dollars instead of millions of dollars and make half decent movies. Right. I don't I just don't know why they think they can sustain that much money. Like if they yeah. make them a little bit cheaper and they keep production costs down like Corman does, they would make money. But it's I I think it's gotten to the point where people don't want to see if they, if it's anywhere near cheap They'll just like run and tell people, don't go see it. It's a cheap movie. Yeah. The more money it costs, the more reasons I should go out and shell out twelve dollars. Because I'd be pissed off if I shelled out, you know, twelve bucks for like oh, a cheapo yeah. movie. And it costs a lot of money now. Yeah, uh-huh. going to the movies is an expensive endeavor. Cheap. Yeah, that's true. There isn't, and there's no dollars. There's no dollar theaters anymore, is there? Maybe Th- there was some one or part. two like around our area, but those are gone. Yeah, and even the matinees are like four dollars or something yeah, that's like true. that. That's true. I know way more than that. Are they really? I think matinees are now like six or seven. I could be wrong. I, I might I be. Know. I might I be too high. But I haven't been yeah. in a theater in a long time because the, the movies they make for theaters don't interest me at all. Yeah. See, I, I've been thinking more and more about going to see that one Riddick uh, movie. I do. I, I actually really enjoy that. It's a Vin Diesel. They're cheesy as shit. They're not. There's no plot whatsoever. It's just tough guy who can kill everything, you know, yeah. and bounty hunters chase him. I don't know why it strikes a chord with me, but I even bought the box that I, I have them on, uh, like here. So, I, you know, it's probably something I should go well, see. Well, you love those action heroes because you're going to be talking about a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Hey, it's not a problem. It's fun. Yeah. So, like, how? when did you first start, like, falling in love with movies? Oh God! When I was a kid and I saw that horror show on TV that flipped, it was like it was like the first big like thrill that I got from the television. Because I remember liking cartoons and a lot, but when I saw that horror movie show in New York when I was a kid and uh, it scared the crap out of me, yeah. it scared the crap out of me. But I was looking, so I was like, wow, this is like really exciting. And, oh, then and what was it like? Um, it was Chiller Theater on WPIX okay. in the early '60s, and, and they were showing stuff like the the. I always I talked House about the Usher and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like no, well, I talked about the first movie on my on my blog. Uh-huh. I wrote about the first movie. I was called the Cyclops. It's one of those giant, 
like the Amazing Colossal Man, but it was before them. It, and oh, it was like a Cyclops okay. guy, and he's like a giant monster, and he makes this horrible roar. And I like was so flipped out by that 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 was what became my love of horror movies and B movies. Huh. I never acquired like a taste for like quote unquote good movies. You know, I would I would watch them, but I always liked the exploitive element of it because even as a kid, remember when my parents went to movies, it was never like you know, the lion in winter or anything like that. It was always like Dirty Harry or, <laughs> the, you know, the, you know, uh, Hell's Angels on Wheels or whatever. Yeah. You know, they were just regular B-movie people or whatever. You know, Clint Eastwood, Burt Reynolds, whatever action star. Oh, and, I, and I gravitated to the horror stuff because yeah. that's what I grew up with. And I, see, and they call us monster kids in the 60s or whatever because we grew yeah. up with that stuff. I wish I would have, uh, I wish I would have, I've never in my life read one of those Fangoria magazines or those monster ones. Famous monsters yeah, that the famous monsters was the one I need to get from. That, as a I, kid, that was like, oh my god, look at this this movie. This is like scary as crap. And when you watched it, the monster was done in like you know a minute or two. But you saw that still, and it would like flip you out. You yeah, know? yeah, it's very interesting. I never like I. I yeah, that was of the sixties. I was always more uh, the kung fu. Yeah. And the um and and like the Godzilla, yeah. you know, and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff in sci-fi. I mean, sci-fi is where really where I kind of like live, you know, I love, yeah. I love that type of thing. Um, you know, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there though. Oh God. Yeah. And, it, and it's everywhere on the internet. And I, I actually thought when we, when I first started getting into the, doing the TV show, you know, you, what you're doing is you're combing over the, to get all these public domain movies. And you you eventually think that the, uh, the well's going to run dry. It just doesn't. Like there is literally like no. billions of movies. Like every time I think, oh, I found one for our oh, next versus show. There's ten more that are worse that you find. All you got to do is like look, and there's so much out there. Like you, yeah. You, and, and you know, you know what we didn't talk about was what actually for me anyway, maybe for you too, has taken over from uh, Best Buy and Netflix and all of that, even though it's at the same time as Netflix, is Amazon. That's where I go to buy movies when I'm looking for movies because you can get them. Uh, you know, cheap. You know, you pay a little yeah. postage or whatever. But if you're able to bundle like four or five of them and get like a twenty-five dollar thing, you can get it through Amazon and no postage or yeah. whatever. So that's where I get all the B movies, and that's where I think they're all headed towards for selling them on the internet. And that's yeah, that's true. You know, because you you can't like look at them anymore. Like that's one thing I do miss from the Best Buy days. Like. I used to just sit there and literally I would spend like two hours on a Sunday just looking at just kind of like looking at stuff and maybe I didn't yeah. buy a lot. Well, no, I bought a lot, but I mean, maybe I didn't spend a hundred dollars every trip there, but they always had my money. Yeah. They like always got like it. birthdays and Christmases. I used to just get Best uh-huh. Buy gift certificates. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know how it's feasible, feasible that they, went away from that business model. I I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard at one point they changed their uh, director. Yeah, and, and he it, said, no more of this bullshit. Yeah, exactly. We're going to go after those guys that buy a washing machine because yeah. they're going to spend uh, $4,000, and we don't need the jerks yeah. that come we, in We just want to compete with Walmart. Not a good move, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think they blew it. They blew I, it I wonder time. if they could ever go back. Like, if somebody went back and said, remember the good old days? Why don't we do that? I, I always hope that a new chain comes up that remembers that. Oh, and yeah. Because they, they would get my money, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. It. I wish I had the place. I I would rather go and look and find something and pay yeah. more than actually have to go and find it on Amazon oh, and the internet wait two so weeks for it. so much bullshit. I mean, it, yeah. half the time, well, not half the time, sometimes it's not what you want. Sometimes it's broke. Sometimes, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that too. I wish, uh, yeah. And the waiting. I'm, in, I'm instant gratification, you know. <laughs> delayed gratification. Yeah. I guess it's probably just going to go the way of, like, the record store. Even it's though just, we do you know, have some here, record yeah, store. Yeah. We have a few. Boy, but you're, it's not a record store of the day, olden days. No, no. Uh, it's not where you're just like, oh, spend a couple of bucks and get your stuff. You know, you're gonna no, really, no. you pay a lot of money. Yeah, you know, you pay. Uh, uh, even though the one near me does have a lot of used. Yeah. So when you get used, it's usually pretty cheap because they're not paying anything for it anyway. Which is the one near you? Uh, Sound Exchange. Well, it's not near me, but it's on oh, 49th no, no, no. Street. Oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah. It's on yeah. 49th and Park or whatever. They have a lot of UCDs yeah. there. Yeah, see, I'm a dollar and a quarter kind of a guy. Like a oh, quarter no, bins, dollar no, bins, no, those no. are, you I'm know. I'm talking five, six bucks or yeah. whatever. No, quarter bins, no. no. <laughs> you, might, you know, another place that I don't go to, but my friends do to find movies and music, not exactly a humongous location, is the library, believe it or oh, not. Oh, yeah. 
Libraries oh have a lot God. of movies that you can get for like they they they'll let you borrow five or six at a time. Well, when you and the movies for sure, you can go there and get um. They let you take up to 25 CDs. Oh, my God. I used to get my limit. I'd ingest them, and I'd take them back and get another <laughs> 25 and ingest them. Like, I live... Because I literally have, like, almost a terabyte of music. Yeah, yeah. And, which is a shit ton of music. And that was it. Like, I would just see anything remotely interesting, like... And I'd just bring it home, ingest it, take it back. I did that for a couple of weeks. Where it was just literally, like, 25 gone, 25 gone, 25 gone. Oh, and it's crazy, you know. Yeah. The amount of mu- music I have is insanity. Yeah, you can just go there and, I mean, I, I don't know what their, I know their music is a lot bigger probably than their movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, but they, just, but they have a lot. They do have a lot. I used to go, I used to go to their, their uh, movies as well, and I would just do the same thing I did at Best Buy. Yeah. I had to fill my emotional void. Like, yeah, I needed yeah, to, yeah, like, right, right, go yeah. and just look at movies, you know, and I would be like, oh, that's cool, and I'd find one and take stuff home you know and it's free yeah that's my favorite part yeah that's the best part of it all it's free so support your local library system won't you yes. thank you and, and like our show it's free <laughs> yes we're yeah. like a library you can check out our shows <laughs> we're the library of stupid yeah yeah check, check us out it. check yeah, us check out you can out. you can check us out up to 25 times a day if you want yeah, please do that. And Wait, write. Yeah, yeah, right. Write a freaking email, why don't you? That doesn't happen. Actually, we we hear a lot in person though from our from <laughs> our, from our cool uh, listeners. So uh, yeah, yay for all. Uh, of how about King Don making up those stickers, man? That was cool. That was or not cool too. Well, like cards. Yeah, but the cards. Yeah. I, I'm gonna have to use that. I'm gonna have to use those for uh, when I get those stickers made. I yeah, think. we can draw some off at Diamond Dolls over there. <laughs> Yes, because I really think the Diamond Dolls crowd, that's where oh, our yeah. dem- key demographic I is. I think so, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, well, <laughs> we can always hope. Yeah. Oh, did I did I tell you I got my, um, there's that band that I found that no one in the world has heard of called Lulu's Marble. Oh, you that, found that, the last that, one? Found the last one. It's on, It's getting shipped from Japan as oh, we speak. Man. It's uh, Lulu's Marble Live. It's a live oh, CD. okay. They had three CDs out and one LP and I got all of them now. Well, there excited. you go, com- a complete the Holy Grail. I'm a completist. The Holy Grail. God, thank God I don't. Ha- I'm not a completist for the Star Trek. Or Van Damme. Uh, that would cost that would cost me millions yeah, for the Star well, Trek. Yeah, you know, I mean, you have to keep the you have to keep the franchise going because they need money. You know? One thing that surprises me is that I, in my estimation, Star Trek is way more popular than Star Wars. Is it really? I didn't know that. Well, like as far as I think the following, like the track, the Trekkies. Maybe, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't I know. Always, I don't know. I see. When I go to the conventions, I see both there. But yeah, I do see more Trekkers, Trekkies. I think Trek every, I think everyone loves Star Wars, but no one like Star Trek has more of like the the cosplayers. The and you know what, you can get you can get the guests at the conventions a lot easier. You can get you're gonna be oh, get you can like get Carrie Patrick Fisher Stewart showing and, up, but she might do a few. But you know <laughs> you're gonna have a hard time getting the guests for Star Wars at the conventions, even though you can. But Star Trek, man, they're all over the place. Those guys are like you know constantly. <laughs> Going all over the country signing oh, autographs. I'm pretty sure a red shirt from a Star Trek can make a living signing autographs. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Do you know I mean like a dude that got shot once yeah, on yeah, episode yeah. 24 or blah blah blah? Yeah. You know? I mean I've seen like uh, the guy who plays Darth Vader at conventions, the guy yeah, who plays Chewbacca Powell, there. Uh, yeah, but I mean and but Carrie Powers, Fisher, I, David Prowse. Prowse, that's what it is. But yeah. Carrie Fisher, I don't know, and Harrison Ford, I doubt it. And no Mark way. Hamill maybe. Hamill, not that pr- often. Hamill maybe, but no way would. Like, why would Harrison Ford do that? No, no, no. Then he'd yet. be like, no. Nah, he... But but my friend was telling me that at a New York show coming up soon, Stallone's going to be at a com- Comic Con. He's going to be selling autographs for $350. Autographed pictures. <sighs> but he's doing the convention circuit now, Sly. For 350 I should have him sign like a Schwarzenegger movie poster. Yeah, right. Just make him like, here you go. <laughs> Paid my 350 bro. Sign right across yeah. here, Terminator 1. So you never know, one day. But yeah, at that Comic Con in... Uh, in San Diego, they get all those people there. Yeah. They get everybody there. I guess I, I like I like I don't really like to go to the cons. I, but one day I had to go to like well, that. Well, you did to film, didn't? Yeah, you? I was I was on a film crew for yeah. a couple, uh, like three or four of the different mega cons. Yeah, yeah. But that was like 2007, 2008. And to be honest, when I'm the cameraman. You're not having a good time. You're no, I, I'm about. having a good time, but I don't even know what people are saying. I'm so focused on only uh, like on my shot yeah, and yeah, making yeah. sure all the levels are good and making sure everything. I don't even. Like I, because I used to also film like um at the studio. If anyone needed a cameraman, I would stand in. I would film for forty minutes or an hour, and I'd walk out and they'd be like, "What'd they say?" And I was like, "I, I didn't hear a single word." I, all I cared about was the shot, making sure I was perfect, making sure yeah, it was. Yeah, that makes sense. And I just, 
I, I don't. I mean, maybe some people aren't like that, but that's how how I get when I'm behind the camera. All I care about is the shot. You know? Yeah, that's fine. That's it is cool. fun. The, the the cons are fun when you're a film man because they everyone wants to be on camera. Yeah. Yeah. So you're 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 like they they're performing at their highest level for you at that point. You know. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I I I'd like to get to that San Diego one one day. That's a madhouse. Man. I guess it. It's a madhouse. Uh, yeah. It's a, a madhouse. madhouse. Planet of the Apes reference there. <laughs> Cha-ching! Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to that? Where? San Diego? The, yeah. No. My friend has. I've never been there. Really? I just did my... I've just done South Florida ones and Megacon and stuff. I heard that Tampa one is getting as big as some of the other ones. Yeah, I know. It's nuts because it's The Walking Dead. And they're, Well, it's going to be two times a year now. And yeah. they have the big convention it's center. Like, one in February. Tampa's going to be the next destination, it's I guarantee. It's going to be the hub. <laughs> nice. If the, the thing is, the Tampa one's going to be in February, and the one in uh, the MegaCon is going to be in March, so they're going to be competing against each other. So mm. we'll see who gets, uh, you know, all the money. Yeah. I mean, w- when they're that big, though, they they are a little bit of a pain because you have to draw, you have to like either drive far or you have to park far, and you got to get there. And when you're carrying, and when in my case, when you got a bunch of books that you bought or whatever, oh, yeah. it's easy to walk to your car, drop it off, and go in and get more crap. But when you got to walk with that crap all over, it becomes like a, you know a chore. Yeah. But hey, you know it's it's a small price to pay for. Yeah, I guess. You know the fun. The fandom. The fun to be had. The fandom. Yeah. And the cosplay is always interesting. All right. Well, look for our look for our slow robot booth at both of those. Cons. Yeah, we're gonna be selling all of our uh, all wares. Of our wares. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be having slow robot. We're having a line of slow robot movies coming up soon, so stay tuned sure, for that. Sure, why not? All slow right. Slow Robot Presents. Slow Robot Presents, the end of our show. I'm Mal. With me as always. Dr. Morbius. I'll rate this show a 6.5. What do you give it? I'll give it a 7. All right. Solid show. Make sure you listen. Thank you, won't you? Sure. <laughs>